Welcome to the Inside the Tribe podcast. Today uh, on our podcast, Bill and I have a special guest with us, Miss Abby Griffin. And Miss Abby Griffin is here today to share with us a little bit about some of the programs that she is involved in at Irwin County High School. First of all, we're going to talk a little bit about one act, and she's going to segue from that into another spring, um, I guess, would it be a spring group or spring organization that kind of flows out of one act or is it totally separate? Two separate things. Okay, two separate things. Two GHSA like competitions. Okay, and then she is also kind of head of the Mac Girls, very, very involved with our Irwin County wrestling program and we're going to talk a little bit about wrestling because we're about what mid-season uh, yes, kind of, we have just a few weeks left. Okay, so a few weeks left. So we're going to talk a little bit about those. Uh, so to get us started, uh, Abby, you want to share with us a little bit about One Act. One Act was back in the fall. And so first tell us what that is and then how things went. Okay, so One Act is a competition where a group of students um, get on stage and act out a play, just one act of a play. So it normally lasts, um, it can go up to 55 minutes. Um, so that's a almost an hour long of memorizing lines and having to act as a different character you have props I mean there's a lot that goes into it I try to explain to my students that it's not just that I need actors and actresses I need someone to um, move the props on and off stage and that's extremely important or someone to help paint the set Um, I actually had a student who is really good with uh, woodworking who this year he built our set, <laughs> a wow. student did. Wow. And then my drama class uh, painted the set. And so there's just a lot that goes into one act, not just what you see on the stage. So you had like the stage crew and you had the actors, but this whole performance, you know, 55 minutes and you get up there and it's just like any other GHSA sanctioned, you know, sport, really. I mean, it's not that one act's a sport, but it's GHSA sanctioned. It's, um, we go up against every other school in our area who has a one act. And this particular year we won. Yes. And um, I was very excited. It was my first year getting first at region. So um, it's really hard taking over after Wendy McFarlane, who did it for 29 years and has a very stellar record. And so the last um, few that I've done, I was second. And so this was my first year, I was first. So I was very excited, um, proud of the group of kids that I had. I, we did a play called Mockingbird, and my lead character was on stage the entire time, 55 minutes, and she played an autistic girl, and it took a lot. And she got Best Actress um, for the region. Her name is Annie Verway, and she's a freshman, so I'm really excited. Wow. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Really excited about what's to come with her. So, well, I got to see it. Uh, I got yes. to see your play this yes, year. Yes, because you kindly <laughs> volunteered your time. We hosted. I'm um, just to put this out there. We <laughs> hosted uh, one act competition for the region, and there, you know, GHSA has rules. You have to have a person here, person there, monitoring this and that. And uh, Billy very graciously volunteered his time with us in the sound booth to make sure the kids from other schools. Uh, knew what they were doing with the lights and sound. And so I know that can yeah. be the most exciting thing, but I appreciate Well, no, <laughs> little known fact about me, I am a theater fan. Awesome. I really do enjoy theater. Um, we used to go, when I lived in Florida quite a bit, we would go, one of my favorites was to go 
to there's a there's a theater in Gainesville and we would go watch Christmas Carol every year and it was so well done but I love theater I really enjoy it and so the reason I brought up the fact that I got to see it this year was because I didn't just get to see yours I got to see the whole region that's right and there were some really impressive teams Brooks County's team I thought was very very good it was so it, was it wasn't like you yeah. got first this year because it was a down year in the region right. you got first this year because you guys did an unbelievable job so hats off to you and your kids um, you. but but you did a really great job leading and organizing I'm sure it's not um, it's probably not less stressful to have to not only be the lead for your program going into a competition but also then having to host it and everything that comes with yes, that yes that was <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that again next year. <laughs> um, I think I might like to go somewhere else. It, that was very stressful because it's hard to coach and also, you know, run the whole competition itself and with the judges and everything. And the the funny thing about one act is we're not allowed to help during it. So you know, like other sports, you're not like a coach calling a play. Yeah, I can't or... go. Hey. You know, yeah. run this play or hey that was not a good job this time make sure when you go back out there you do this right and um, once that once the timing starts I can't set foot on stage um, they have these lines called the go lines mm -hmm. and I can't go past the go line I can't run the lights and sound it has to all be student run so mm -hmm. from beginning to end it's my you know my kids are doing everything yeah. so very proud of them you mentioned um you know, taking over for Wendy Max, she's done it for, <laughs> right. for many years. Um, talk a little bit about the influence, because I know she had influence. She did. On, on what you do and probably mm -hmm. how you do things. Yes. Um, but, you know, talk about that. Talk about the, what influence she had and, and things that you've kind of taken from her and said, hey, we're going we're gonna to still do these things this way. Right. Okay, so <laughs> I did one act in school. I also did literary, which is the other thing I'll talk about. But I did both of those, and uh, Miss McFarland was my, you know, one-act coach, literary coach. And you can't, if you knew Wendy Mack, you can't have not been influenced by her. I mean, she was a presence, of course. Um, just her overall attitude, I don't know how to explain it. When you're trying to give an example to a student about how a particular part should be done, you want to go for it, as big as it can be, whatever, um, and show them it's okay to look silly. And Wendy never cared about that. Yeah. Mm. Like, she's going to go as far out there as she needs to go. And I try to do that with my kids, you know, no matter, even in, like, drama class. I'll say, no, you've got to read the part like this, and then you just throw yourself into it and it doesn't matter you know you just it's okay to look silly the, you know the sillier you look sometimes the better it comes right. off like you have to put yourself out there so Wendy just her fearlessness with any role that she would kind of show us here's how I want it done now give it your own spin but here's here's how far it can go um, so that that's helped me as a director now um, but another thing and it's something that Wendy got from her theater director, Tracy Jones, mm -hmm. but it's Kermit. And if yes. you know anything about Irwin Theater, you know Kermit. Um, and it's, there's a long story. I, not, I don't, we don't have time, I know, to go into it, but a long story about how you know, Tracy had little Kermit and then Wendy 
kind of took it and it just kind of evolved into this thing where Kermit's going to be on stage a little stuffed animal of Kermit the Frog is going to be on stage hidden when you're doing one act or a spring play Christmas play whatever and it's our good luck thing and it was what they kind of started and then Wendy took it over Tracy had her own Kermit the Frog Tracy got Wendy a Kermit the Frog and so when I came through like we took Kermit everywhere I mean I remember Hmm. us you know driving to practice because we didn't have a theater like an auditorium right so when we were doing one act our competition was at is it South Georgia College Hmm. in Douglas Hmm. okay so we'd go over there the night before and have our rehearsal and then competition the next day Um, but when we were driving over there we would fight over who had Kermit you know, who, who's, who, who is Kermit riding with? Right. Okay, I'm in charge of Kermit. And it was just a big deal. So then mm. you'd, we'd put him on the um, dashboard. We'd take little pictures. We had the little Kodak camera. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, now it'd just be cell phone pictures. But, mm-hmm. And then we'd get over there, and we'd figure out where do we want to hide him. Mm. And it was just a good luck charm. Right. And obviously, Tracy, very valuable to Irwin County Theater. She had a lot of success Wendy, you know, hands down, a lot of success. So, yeah, the Kermit kind of goes with it where you say, well, it's our good luck charm. Because in theater, just like with any other, you know, a lot of sports, like I'm not going to wash my socks. You know, that's the (laughs) superstition thing. The Kermit the Frog is the superstition for theater. theater. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. for Irwin County Theater. So when, when the theater was, or the auditorium was named after Wendy, we actually took, um, the original Kermit and Tracy kind of gave it and it's in a little glass box right outside of the theater doors yep. and the story of the Kermit in Irwin County Theater is on there and when I took over I guess it was four years ago now um, Wendy called me into her office and she had a little bag and she said I got you something I said okay I mean I wasn't thinking anything right. about it I mean mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. and I opened it up it was Kermit the Frog and <laughs> I'm not an emotional person but I was you knew it was the passion oh, of oh, the torch yes. I was, yeah. oh my goodness like now this is mine and the weight of that it was a lot and the fact that Wendy and she and I joked I mean she was a control freak I'm a control <laughs> freak so like giving up the theater is not you know something that was easy for her right at all and so to see that symbol I don't know it was just so symbolic for me so yes I was very emotional um took pictures I like I've got this picture of her her Kermit and my Kermit Um, (laughs) but I do continue that with my students and make sure they know Kermit has to be on stage he has to be hidden this is our superstition (laughs) we we have to do it it's our good luck charm Tracy actually taught me English when I was in school yes um her husband Bob was the print was the assistant principal at the high school at the time uh, of course, everybody's retired now. I think they live in Lakeland, if I'm not badly mistaken. I'm not exactly sure. So, but anyway, yeah. But she still place. does a lot. She judges one-act competitions all over. They're good she people. She still does a lot, yeah. Well, you know, um, you talk about you were talking a while ago about having to kind of coach your kids out of that. Like, you you got to be big, big personality. Yes. Uh, you can't hold back. Don't be right. shy. you gotta, right. you got to be out there. How hard is that? Because, I mean, we're talking about high school students. Mm-hmm who are there's so much peer pressure and you don't want to look stupid and you don't want to look goofy how hard is that in the classroom and on the stage and the practice stage how hard is that to pull that out of kids extremely difficult (laughs) I think it not that I'm singing my own praises because I'm not by any means but you have to be a 
loud, big personality mm-hmm. to pull that out of someone as well yeah. because you have to model it in many different aspects. And so I am loud. <laughs> And I know I'm a little over the top. My students like to say I do too much. (laughs) 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 So I know it, I think it takes that where you're showing them every day. I look silly. Look at me. Mm. It's fine. You know, the, when you ride with somebody and the, they're a bad driver and you go, but did you die? (laughs) So I said that to my students last week because we're just starting my drama class right now. And there are a lot of kids in there who, they, this is not, they're in there for their elective. They want to help maybe backstage. But being on stage, that's not their thing. But in the classroom, we're still practicing all these things. And so they're getting up and doing. And yes, some of them, I go, you can do it. You can do it. And I have to get really loud. Yeah, come on, give them a hand. Let, you know, really pump them up and go, you're fine, you're fine. You're not going to die. But did you die? That kind of thing. Um, I would have died in high school. Right? I'm, I'm just yeah. saying, I would have literally died in high school. <laughs> Well, you know, and you grew up in a very competitive family. Yes. Um, And how much of that drives you to drive your students? Okay, so that helps. Even in the classroom, that helps. Once you get that one, if you can get one who will just go out there and do it, when they see the reaction, when kids see the reaction that that child got because they went for it, Mm. they like that. Oh, okay. Positive peer pressure. So now, and yeah, okay, now I can do it. And then they put forth that effort, and then they start feeding off of one another. So it does take a little bit of time to build. Even when I'm starting my one-act you know, cast um, or the drama class right off the bat with the semester beginning, it does take a bit. It takes me getting up kind of looking silly by myself for a few days. But you do a lot of um, character building or team building exercises. I do make sure I give a big spill about you will respect one another you will only laugh if it is meant to be laughed at (laughs) you won't make anybody feel silly and this is drama class Mm -hmm. this is theater everybody and every personality every walk of life we are celebrating Mm -hmm. and we're not going to make anybody feel bad so we have to do a lot of talking up then we do the exercises where you're saying the competitiveness comes out Um, I didn't have a sport that I was good at in school because you talked about my family Uh, My family is a baseball family. I have no athletic ability. (laughs) I credit that to my mother. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out, Mom. Um, But my dad and his dad, very, very talented. Um, My grandfather um, was offered a scholarship to go play um, baseball. My dad, um, I think, had a scholarship for basketball and baseball, went with baseball. Then my brother, of course, went as far as the majors in baseball and then I always had people come up to me how's your brother doing how's the baseball player how's how's he doing and then of course my other brother is a lawyer how's how's the lawyer (laughs) and and what do you do (laughs) I teach and every time oh (laughs) you know I I was just thinking (laughs) this extremely funny story uh to me and I thought about it just a minute ago so so your son Rhett was playing rec soccer yes and I coached him yes. his first year he played. And as the season went on, he started to kind of come out of his shell mm-hmm. a little bit, and we were starting to see some things. And, you know, you were trying to, as a coach, get him, hey, do this and be mm-hmm. here. And I hear this yelling behind me. Oh, no, not yelling. <laughs> <laughs> and so I turn around because we're playing out of the softball field. Yeah. 
And I turn around, and she's hanging on the fence yelling at Rhett, what did he tell you to do? Where did he tell you to go? Yes. What are you supposed to be doing? Yeah. So, but um, but uh, that was just a funny story to me. I am very competitive. Yes. I wasn't good in sports, but I did one act, and I wanted to win in one act. I did literary. I wanted to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and even now, as a you know coach, that side of me, I, I want to win. I don't know. I have a competitive spirit mm-hmm. that comes from, you know, definitely my family. And so it was nice, you know, um, we're all very supportive of one another. So when we won region, you know, both my brothers, my mom, my dad, an awesome job. Congratulations. I'm like, yeah, there's mine. You know, <laughs> there's where my talent can come in. There you go. Um, I don't have the talent over here, but I've got it in this area. So that was, that was nice. But yes, I'm very competitive. My students will tell you that. Um, I want to win. And so when I'm pushing them out of it, you know, that's where I go. I go, listen here. Are you good? Yes. Are you great yet? No. And I want great. (laughs) So push, 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 push. You know, I'll yell from the back of the theater, uh, project. (laughs) You got to be louder. I can't hear you. (laughs) Well, I know Bristol is the same way. Bristol is extremely competitive. I mean, extremely. If if she loses at anything, we go home and figure out what we got to do next time to win. Mm. Um. So, so I get it, and and mm-hmm. sometimes you know there's there's life lessons in losing. Yes. We don't want to lose, but there's life right. lessons in losing, and um and she's getting to the age where she's kind of starting to understand that, but she just still doesn't. So, I feel your pain. Now, I, if I, get it. I don't want to skip over literary, I do want to talk about that. Sure. But to my life lessons, we were discussing wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I do mat girls with Claire Clayton Stone. Mm-hmm. She's been doing it for about eight years, and mm-hmm. I or maybe nine, and I kind of bumped in five or six years ago. Um, but once I got into wrestling, oh, my goodness, I fell in love. I mean, I did yeah. Matt Girls in high school. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of what I went in. I was just going to help Claire. And then I just fell in love with the actual sport of it, mm-hmm. you know. And then my son now wrestles, and I help coordinate the youth wrestling program. And – I get really into the high school wrestling. I'm there to help the girls score the matches, but I can't get up. Like, yeah. I'm just yelling, yeah. you know, sprawl. I yeah. can't help yeah. myself. But, but that is learning life lessons. Um, wrestling is not that you don't do that in every sport, but it is just you out there. Yeah. You can't blame anybody One else. on one. You can't say that this person didn't throw it or catch it or do this or that. It is you. Mm-hmm. You won it or you lost it, and then you've mm-hmm. got to be able to come back from that. It's a very tough sport, and I do like that about it. I think it helps um, kids with their mental toughness. Well, I've seen you at both of those arenas. I've seen you in the theater. Uh, I've seen you <laughs> yell, project from the back of the auditorium. <laughs> that reverberated off the back of the theater wall <laughs> came back into the sound booth. Uh, I've, and I've also seen you excited at wrestling events. Mm-hmm. And, but passion is contagious. Mm. And I think if you, if you have a bunch of people who show up in a room and there's no energy, right. there's just no energy. Right. That's right. But when, when you get some people, mm-hmm. especially like if you've, uh, if you've had somebody across the mat who's just as passionate as you are, right. man, the energy goes up and the adrenaline is pumping. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and talking about that, you know, you go to football games and, and you get energy on big plays, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. interceptions, mm-hmm. whatever. You want to see energy? Mm-hmm. Go to a United soccer match. Oh, I bet that's fun. Oh, yes. From start to beginning, from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it ain't like just when big things happen or right. just when. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 
from the time the whistle blows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to the time it's over with. Yeah. We went to a, an Atlanta United yeah. soccer match. Yeah. I took uh, – Gary and I took the boys. It was so much fun. It was constant. We've been to mm-hmm. one, um, and, and I was like, how do these people do this the whole time? <laughs> Right. Well, uh, your you, first of all, your passion going back to theater, your passion and energy in that I know helped kind of push some of your students out of their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. And but it, it came out on the stage. The performances on the stage. The the, the young girl who's the freshman who played lead. Yes. She did a phenomenal job. There was another girl. She was the counselor in the play. Yes. She was incredible. I would have sworn it was an adult on the stage. I had several say that, and her name is October. Mm. And she is, she's a junior, um, but she's wonderful. She played the lead in my play last year, but she's able to pick up the little nuances of a character. Mm-hmm. And so I told her, I said, you have to act like you're an adult. You have to sit like an adult. Mm-hmm. You have to make facial expressions like an adult. Mm-hmm. Your mannerisms, like everything. Just imagine a counselor. What would Dr. B and Miss Mullis do if they're speaking to you how would they right. sit in the chair and she picks up on stuff her like vocal even her vocal mm-hmm. inflections were uh, yeah, perfect she did very just good. perfect yeah you know bringing them out of their comfort zone there i had a student um i think maybe three years ago her name was um or is delana woods mm-hmm. okay delana. you know what i'm talking about all right super quiet mm-hmm. super shy and i got her to try out and I pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed, and we worked so hard. And she's a hard worker, um, but she just was so loud and active on stage with the parts that she had. And she would not care about being silly, but it took a lot. I mean, we overcome stage fright and things like that. But then, I mean, she played this one part one time where she had to get up there and act out a Greek mythology story. Hmm in like two minutes on her own and she's like oh. throwing um army men and she's like jumping going bah, 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 bah. delana wow and i had all like any of her teachers who came up they all came up to or came and watched they all came up to me and said i couldn't believe it yeah i could not believe you got her up there to do that yeah, yeah. she played soccer for us a couple of years gotcha. very very quiet mm-hmm. she didn't I bet the the time that she played, the few years she played, she didn't say ten words. Oh, so you know y'all hear Martinez too? Yes, I know. Okay, he got best actor yeah, one year, and I had teachers say the same thing. He's just so quiet; I just wouldn't have seen yeah. him getting up and doing that. Same way. So yeah, there are some that I'm very proud to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got them up there on that stage, and I got them out of their comfort zone, and they just absolutely uh, lit up the stage. Yeah, and I mean again. The, the, the sense of accomplishment that those kids must feel when they get out of their comfort zone and they go, this is way uncomfortable for me, right. but mm-hmm. but I'm going to go for it. And then to get rewarded th- with this year's team winning and then, of course, some of the, the uh, individual accolades that some of the, right. the kids have had. I want to transition to the literary. Mm-hmm. I'm I got to be honest, I'm not very familiar with literary, so you're going to have to <laughs> tell me what that is. Okay. So literary has um, a lot of different elements. It's a team competition, but it's also individual competitions. You can go to state um, as a team and as individual. Okay, so normally we have a music portion and like writing and acting portion. This year we don't have the music portion. Okay, where you have so like, like solos, trio, trio quartet. quartet. Okay. We don't have that this year because we don't have our teacher okay 
but on the on my side with literary I do extemporaneous speaking domestic and international then you have humorous interpretation it's a humorous monologue where a kid has to be up there by himself or herself you have dramatic interpretation which is a dramatic monologue same thing kids up there and you're you're talking like a seven minute monologue Hmm. okay then you have writing portions uh literary analysis uh persuasive essay a narrative i mean there literary is just fun because there's so many ways that a kid can show here's my strength Mm, right you know i i'm good at writing I'm good at speaking. Mm. Ella Ash, one of Osceola Baptist's mm-hmm. church's very own, yep. uh, won domestic extemporaneous speaking at Regent last year, went to state, and got state runner-up. Wow, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. I could not have done that when I was no. in high school. Would not and, have. No. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what she had to do. So with the monologues, and oh, and there's a duo mm. where two people get up and they do a script and act it out. But anyway, you have to memorize it. And then you, of course, have to show off these characters. And they've added something. Let's see. Last year, they changed the rules. And even though it's called a monologue, which by definition, you're one person up there playing one character, you know, now you play more than one character. But it's still just you. Mm. And you have to change your voice for each of those characters and change your mannerisms and it's it's very complicated. Jekyll and Hyde. Yes. Fisher Mixon and Rachel Poole did these for me last year and they both won at region and uh well let's see they won duo at region fisher won uh region for the humorous he played three people hmm. stuck wow. in an elevator together and he wow. had to have a different voice for each one hmm. anyway he, he he did a really good job and rachel did a really good job with hers too um i feel like i would get lost oh which so, character am i right now right <laughs> and you have to do the voice i go hey you're missing the voice i'm like that's what you have to work on nope yeah. you're doing this one's voice nope change mm-hmm. it here um, but they have to memorize that, which is complicated. But the yeah. extemporaneous speaking, you can study how to give a speech. And you can study overall topics. Like they give broad topics. Like you might get something that's about, if it's international, it might be about China. If it's domestic, like one year they said Trump, Donald Trump. Um, one year it was Joe Biden. Like that's it. That's the topic. Like, and then yeah. there were three of them, you know. Um, I feel like Ella had to do something about that. That's what, Trump. right. And so Ella did the domestic um, speaking, and then one of her topics, you draw three out of a hat, mm. and then you have 30 minutes to prepare a wow. seven-minute speech. Wow, that's pressure right there. Yeah, and Ella did that at the state level mm-hmm. and was state runner-up. I was so proud Impressive. of her. Impressive, yes. mm-hmm. Impressive. Well, that is really exciting. When So when will literary competitions begin? Where will they be held? Okay, so last year we went and did two regions together. You know, they scored them separately, but just to help with costs because there's so many judges you right. have to get. Um, we went to Charlton, okay. and we're probably going to do that again this year, but that's not set in stone. All right. Um, but it's on a Saturday. It'll, uh, I think it's March 9th, and any student – who wins at region qualifies for state and then that'll be the next weekend i think it'll be warner robbins i think warner robbins i have to look but and then that'll be march 6th 16th um but 
Yeah, it's really it's it's, it's really hard, and yeah. it's hard to like kind of coach for each one of those because they require so many different things. Mm. You know, and, and then well, that, some that of it's on the your, spot. <laughs> that, that requires your coach also to be to multitask, mm-hmm. so to speak, mm-hmm. because yeah. you could be working with this person on this. Hey, we need to do this, do right. this. And then totally swap uniforms <laughs> and come over here and say, hey, yes. on your part, you need to be doing this and this. Yes. Um, and it's another wow. thing where you prepare them and then you just have to let them go. Yeah. And we're not allowed. I'm allowed to go in. Um, an audience can watch the acting competition. But audiences, obviously, people cannot go in and watch the essay competition. So, like, you're sending your kid in there and you're just hoping for the best. Good luck to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> with the extemporaneous speaking the kids have to go in and get their topic and prepare all by themselves. And then you can go in and watch their delivery, but you can't help them. Wow. Not on the day. Mm. That, that is a, uh, that is a stressful day right there. <laughs> I would is. say so. Yeah. <laughs> I is. would say so. Well, um, so I want to transition now to wrestling because mm-hmm. so we just wrapped up one section of wrestling. Right. I know it's complicated. Um, with wrestling, because again, there's, I think like with literary, you have the team aspect of it, but you also have the individual aspect of it. And with wrestling, you have that. And the team aspect is duels. So obviously all the kids get out there, their weight classes and they wrestle individually, but how their match ends up gives them a team score or points for a team score. And then you look at the overall, okay, this school, got this amount of points, this school got this amount of points. Okay, so they win the duel. And that's what we've been doing up to this point. It's a lot like a chess, you know, a chess match. Right. Because you're watching, I think that my kid at this weight class might could beat that one at this weight class. Because, you know, kids can qualify for more than one weight class. Mm. So it really is like a chess match. Yeah, you're trying to put your pieces mm-hmm. out there in the right mm-hmm. way, in the right order. Oh, yeah, and then they get choices like, you know, it's Green's choice for this one on, you know, odd matches or even matches. And then you're whoever's coming up to the table. I'm telling you, it's a complicated job. I'm glad that, you know, I help with Matt Girls, but Ray Pierce and Justin Willingham, they do the ins and outs of it. And Ray Pierce a lot. He's constantly watching what other schools are doing and who they have at what weight class to ensure that we get a spot there or that we get that win mm. or that we get, you know, a lot more strategy to it. it there is end. a lot. And, and, uh, Ray's very good with the strategy side of, it. I don't think people understand. It is a lot, uh, like a chess match. Mm. Um, and so at state we went, we qualified, we won our area duels as a team. Um, and that was, we were very excited for that. Um, Charlton was second behind us. So we both got to go to state. And so Charlton and Irwin both went to state duels last weekend. It was in Heard County. It's a little bit of a drive. Oh, goodness. It was three and a half hours, and the weather, like the high, was in the 30s. Oh, yeah, it was cold. It was very cold. Mm. Um, We we lost our first duel to Dade County. We won to East Lawrence, and then we lost to Oglethorpe. And you get two, and you're out. Yeah. Um, But – it gave us competition on the state level, which is really good for a lot of ours now that we're transitioning into what we call the traditional side of wrestling. So now it's we're going to have traditional area, traditional sectionals, and then traditional state. And this is not as a team. It is just those kids individually 
if they, in their weight class, beat these, do they qualify at area and this for sectionals, and do they get to go to state? And so, I mean, you very well could take one kid to state, mm-hmm. five kids to state. It just mm-hmm. kind of depends on the level of competition and your wrestler's ability. And, again, where what weight class they are. So now that we're uh, transitioning into that season of wrestling, uh, when what are the when are the next competitions that people from Irwin County, if they wanted to watch? Okay, so the one that um, people in Irwin would want to come to is we are actually hosting uh, traditional area, and that'll be February third. Okay. More than likely, it'll start around eleven thirty. I don't know just yet. It always depends on what schools are coming and how far away they're coming. Um, but that'll be at our high school gym. Well, we'll try to keep everybody informed of when that time is announced, what time that those will start. Oh, can I – another plug, please? Yes. Okay, so on February 3rd for traditional area, um, we are also recognizing our senior wrestlers. And so that'll be uh, Michael Joyner, Maddox Pierce, Josiah Marshall, and Mr. Graham. Okay, and so okay. we'll have their parents come out, read a little thing about them, and we also will have the competition. And they'll go from area to sectionals and then qualify for state. Great. That's good to know. Good stuff. Well, uh, it's it's hard to believe we were past the halfway point of the school mm-hmm. year. I think, what, 100 days coming soon, or did we hit that already? That uh, was today. That was today. Uh, I knew we yeah, were the around little, it because the, the elementary school kids it. were dressing up today yes. or bringing things for yeah. the 100, yeah. 100 things of something or dressing up like a 100-year-old person. So for the wrestlers who qualify um, to, to go all the way to state, when when is state? Do you have any idea off mm-hmm. the top of your head? Yes. State, uh, traditional state is February 15th through 17th, and it'll be in Macon. Macon. And then that's it for wrestling. And that's it. That's it for wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then it's on to – well, basketball will be finishing Baseball up about that time. Baseball will be in full swing. Baseball will be in full swing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tennis. Tennis soccer. soccer. Yep. Yes. Yep. And then after those things, it's that's the end of the year. Listen, we, we, we've got to slow down because this, <laughs> this, is, this is our last ones last year in middle school. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be, we'll be hitting the big house mm-hmm. next year. Well, the teacher over here probably is going, well, we can slow it down when June gets here. But until then, yeah, let it go. Let it go. Warp speed until you then. live in the house with one. I live in the I house with yeah, one. Exactly so. right. That's exactly yeah, right. I, I get it's it. Exactly I right. get it. But you know, um, you know, one of the things with, and, and I brought this up. Um, I think it was in one of the other podcasts, maybe with Jared or Andrew. Mm-hmm. Is with with our school, we offer so much for kids to do. Um, yeah. Academically, uh, I say academically. Your one act, your, right. your literary stuff, artistic, athletically abilities, know, and, athletic abilities. And one of the things you, you were talking about, people coming out of the shell earlier, mm-hmm. and um, and it it brought to memory, you know, when when Abby come through, she was in show choir. Yes. Um, and to my knowledge, and I could be wrong, but to my knowledge, um, she was the first eighth grader to ever be in show choir, the high school show choir, and. Um, she had so she was in there basically eight through twelfth, right? Um, and Robert Wilcox was in there. Yes, big Robert uh, played football. You watch mm-hmm. him on the football field, unbelievable football player. And then you go to the show choir concert, and there he is dancing and singing. I know. <laughs> and, and so you, you know you didn't expect that out mm-hmm. of him, 
But um, but it does. Those, those type of things that y'all do bring right. people, I mean, really as much or more than football or baseball mm-hmm. or anything else, bring people out of their comfort zones and really get to show their talents. Right, and it's such a, I mean, just theater in general, um, I'm talking about Abby. I mean, I know that gave her confidence. Yes. You know, it, it gives you just with getting on stage, you have mm. the confidence, you learn to speak in a certain way. I mean, there are things that qualities, communication, quality, you know, skills that you can take throughout life. It doesn't just stop Absolutely. when mm. you graduate. So I do think theater helps prepare kids for life, no matter what oh, yeah. they do with it. Mm. You know? Listen, I would have got out on a football field or a baseball field and played any day of the week. I would never have gone on stage and sang, ever. Mm-hmm. Me either. You'd be super surprised. I could name you right now, but I won't because they'd say something to me. <laughs> but I could name you a bunch of football players who I've gotten on that stage. Oh, I, I believe that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I believe that. And that's, that's y'all's job. I mean, that's what right. you do. You encourage And them. they're very, very talented. Well, Abby, we're so thankful that you carved out some time to uh, come on the podcast and really help inform our community because, you know, it's Irwin County. People know about the athletics, but mm-hmm. they don't know about the other things that happen that our school offers, as Bill was pointing to earlier. And there, we've got several organizations, one act, hopefully literary will have right. the same success this year or they've had in the past, mm-hmm. that, that are very successful and are help equipping kids, as you just pointed out, for things beyond high school mm-hmm. that are going to help them when they get to college or right. when they get into the workforce, whatever it is they do. And these are things that we really, one of the reasons when we started the podcast is we wanted to help inform the people of Irwin County mm-hmm. of all that goes on in our school right. system, because you probably don't know if you, right. if you're not, you know, if you don't have a kid involved. So we appreciate you carving out the time. You got anything else you want to add? I don't. I don't. I think that's it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, again, thanks a lot for coming on the podcast, and uh, we'll we'll look forward to hearing some good things out of both wrestling and literary going forward. All right. We are back uh, again. We want to thank Abby Griffin for joining us, and we're going to get into now some of the events from this past week and and other um, Irwin County related activities, particularly some of the sports. Bill, how did basketball do last week? Uh, basketball on Tuesday, they lost to Fitzgerald at home. They beat Bacon. Uh, these are the boys. Yep. Um, beat Bacon Friday. Uh, lost to Brooks in a close one Saturday. Uh, that puts the boys' rec- overall record at three and thirteen. They're one and one in the region. Um, the girls lost all three games. Um, I thought that they played uh, very competitively. Um, I think that I- I'm not going to say they're turned. They've t- turn in the corner but they're growing but they're growing mm-hmm. um i thought that they were very competitive in in the games i saw last week of course they played the same three opponents um so uh you know it's uh the girls are growing uh jv girls lost to brooks um on saturday uh you know it's just again it's basically our middle school team playing other teams jv teams so a lot of experience there that, that they're gaining and um, you know this this week uh, tonight, which is Tuesday, uh, the JV boys, varsity girls, varsity boys are playing in Lanier County, and then Friday the JV boys, JV girls, and both varsity teams will be in Adale uh, to play Cook Friday. And um, you know basketball season is kind of wrapping itself up. After this week, uh, two, four, six, they got seven more games. Okay. Um, that's the varsity. Um, and then you get into region tournaments. Then you'll get into the region <laughs> tournament. Um, 
you know, middle school soccer kicks off next week, Monday at home against Berrien. Uh, start time is 4 o'clock. I believe the girls will play first. Boys play second. There's a couple of matches where they flip-flop. Um, but, but middle school soccer will get started. I know um, girls soccer, uh, varsity soccer has been out there practicing. Um, I, I'm hearing that we possibly may not have a boys soccer team. Really? Um, that That's what, what I'm hearing. But then I've seen a couple of posts on Facebook where if any boys want to play soccer, show up at this time, at this place. So I'm not uh, – I'm kind of – I'm trying to find out about that. Hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, with, with that, uh, uh, you know, basketball again, like I said, kind of winding down, so to speak. And, uh, you know, baseball will get started here with a – they got yeah. a scrimmage against Dodge County coming up pretty soon. Yep. And uh, Coach Tuggle's tennis team fixing to kick off their season. And um, track fixing to kick off their season. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure who's coaching track this year, but uh, I'll find, we'll find out. Um, I know Coach Fletcher coached them for a few years. I know that uh, Coach Barber coached them when he was here. Yeah. Which, by the way, congratulations to Coach Barber. Yeah, new head coach at Turner. New head coach at Turner County. Wish him well over there every game except one. That's exactly right. Um but uh, congratulations to him. Good guy. I think it's a good choice for them over there mm -hmm. uh, at, at head coach. Um, so I, I'm not really sure who. I, I, know coach, I wonder if Coach Zoe's going to coach him. Coach Zoe could. I know Coach Green was coaching middle school track. I don't know. Maybe yeah, he'll move to varsity. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure, but we'll, we'll find out about that. And, um, you know, speaking of athletics, I, I encourage everybody who, who follows the Urban County Indians Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Um, to go, they released basically Coach Billingsley, the superintendent, released a, a statement today. Um, you know, and it's it's talking about sportsmanship um, between our fans, other fans, referees, you know, so on and so forth. Um, and you know, he makes he makes a really good point. Um, and I'm not going to read the whole thing because you can go to Facebook and, and read it. But it, but it, you know, one of his excerpts from it is some of the behaviors displayed have now started to affect our student athletes negatively on the playing field and courts. Several of our teams have been put on probation by GHSA, not because of what the kids have done, but because of the actions of the adults in attendance. Right. So I encourage you uh, to go and read that letter, heed to it, and, um, you know, these are still kids. Yeah. None, none of them are leaving the court or the yeah. gym or the football field, baseball field with million-dollar contracts. Um, and, you know, the referees, although I know we get aggravated as fans at times with them, um, you know, we, we really have to take a step back and look that, you know, just about all of these have another job that they yeah. work and they're doing this for whatever reason because they love the game, extra income. Maybe some of them played basketball and, mm -hmm. you know, maybe you're trying to give back to the sport. Um, but anyway, I, I encourage you to go and read the letter from, from Coach Billingsley. Well, unfortunately, Bill, you know, we live in such a social media world. And what what happens is, is people act foolishly at an NBA game or a college game or a whatever game. And people video this stuff and they put it on. And then that behavior for some – why in the world – so when people – why does it get so many views? It gets so many views because people are going, I can't believe somebody's really that stupid. 
And that's why it gets all the views. But then we consume it and we see it and then we go, oh, well, that let's go replicate that. And um, it's it's not, you know, it's it's not a good thing. And it's not. I hope I hope that we as Irwin County fans would um, look, you don't have to agree with everything. You don't have to agree with every referee call. Uh, goodness knows I don't. <laughs> um, but again, I don't take it out on the referee. It's just look, you know, sometimes they make bad decisions. Sometimes they make bad calls. Um, you know, uh, we don't have instant replay at the high school level, at least not in the regular season games. I guess at the national or at the state championship level, they've been using it some. But right. you know, it's a matter of hey, you know what? Let's go out there and let's just be different. Let's be better. Let's be. Uh, let's. I, I hope people would say, you know, what? I just always enjoy going to Irwin County. I hope we would not become the place where people go, oh my oh, goodness, we've we got to go, go to there. Irwin County. And you know how the fans are there. Let's not be that group. Let's right. not be those people. Right. Uh, let's be classy and let's try to represent well. Because here's the reality. I mean, when these teams uh, fines can come. Yes. And when the fines come, who pays that? Or does the school does? The school does. Yes. Right. So we're hurting ourselves when we when we misbehave. Um, you know, there's a right way and a wrong way to handle things. If you disagree with something, listen, it's a it's a sporting event. I mean, it's a sporting event. That's what yeah. it is. So let's not lose our minds over that. Um, well, let's not take away from what the kids are trying to accomplish on the field or on exactly. the court or whatever yeah. they're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and a video I showed you a while back with uh, the guy that was the coach at South Carolina at the time, Frank Martin. Frank Martin, yeah. You know, he made the, the comment, you know, and then this was dealing with, with recreation basketball, but they were talking about – he was talking about the parents staying on the recreation – uh, basketball referees, you know, hey, what are these guys making, you know, 10, 20 bucks a game to, you know, feed their family or to help supplement their income or whatever? You know, do you really think that they take the court with the mindset of we're not going to let team A or team B win this game? Um, you know, and, and so just, again, I encourage you go and read the letter uh, that Coach Billingsley released on Facebook on the Urban County Indians website and, um, and heed to it. Well, uh, I want to, as a way of transitioning kind of into, from that into kind of our next step and our last step in the podcast, in 1 Corinthians 13, this is, a, this is really great information for us to just sort of hold on to, and this is the Apostle Paul writing to the church in Corinth, and he says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. So it's a matter of you know, for us, you know, trying to, I mean, why does a child act like a child? Why does, when we say you're acting like a child, what do we mean? You've lost control of your emotions. Right. As we mature, we're, we're supposed to be able to get a handle on our emotions. And, and, you know, one of the things that I learned years ago, when emotion goes up, decision-making goes down. So we have to be careful that we guard our emotions. Now, listen, be passionate. You know, if you're at a game, cheer for your team. If you're at, you know, whatever it is, I mean, cheer, cheer, cheer. That's great. But don't let it get to a point where we've got to be able to control ourselves and, you know, act like adults and from a Christian standpoint, act like Jesus and make sure that we're guarding our tongues, that we're only saying things that are uh, useful for building others up, that we're not trying to tear people down, uh, that, that we're cheering. We're out there to cheer for our team, not to criticize the opponent or the referee. And that's two different, very, very different approaches to how we can enjoy a game better. Right. And you control what you can control, which is yourself. That's exactly right. 
because the referee could care less or the player from the other team or whomever it is could care less that you thought that they walked or you thought that that was a strike or you thought that he did catch that ball in the end zone. Um, you know, just just control yourself. Bill, you've been at a lot of sporting events, been on the sideline or the for for many of the sporting events in the last, you know, well, your whole life. Yeah. And then since I've been here um, at Irwin County, I've been on the sideline. And even before Irwin County, I've been on the sidelines for a lot of games. Um, just – I'm, I'm gonna th I'm gonna throw a question out here to you, and and uh, you know I'm, I'm sure you're not gonna swing and miss. I'm, I've got faith in you that you'll get this right. Okay. Do you know how many calls that have been made by referees that have been overturned because somebody yelled at them? Zero. That is correct. Ding 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 ding. Right answer. So, look. Once the call's made, it, you're not gonna change it. Once something happens, you're not gonna change it. And I'm as competitive. Listen, I I'm telling you, I'm as competitive as anybody out there. I hate losing, and sometimes I am very guilty of being critical of officiating. Not I don't yell at the official, but you know I've I've had a conversation with people on the sideline. I go, that was a terrible call, you know. But I'm not going to verbalize that towards the official, right. nor am I going to verbalize that towards an towards a kid. But we do, you know. Hey, the only people that get to control the reputation of Irwin County people is Irwin County people. That's right. And so we just have to do better. And I hope people will heed um, and uh, Coach B's, you know, post. And here's the thing. It's, it's really – I mean, how many, how many times does it take us to misbehave before we get that reputation? It doesn't take a whole lot. No. Once no. or twice, and then people go, man, those people over in Irwin County, let's just – I don't – I pray that we wouldn't be that people – I pray that for honest, honestly, I, I pray that we would be the kind of people that, uh, you know, we demonstrate the attitude of Christ, that we that we are in the likeness of Christ, that we're representing him everywhere we go and how we speak and how we treat people. We don't mean we have to like the results if it doesn't turn out our way, but it, we can we cannot like the results and still be polite. Well, I, I've been guilty as charged of being critical um, and, and, and it's something that. You know, I, I don't know. I guess being a parent sometimes and, you know, you, you've been out there where you felt like that your kid was interfered with or fouled or, you know, roughed or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, and and as a parent, that gets you emotionally charged at times, especially when you feel like something's happened and it's not called. Um, but regardless, regardless, you, 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 I, I'll say I. Uh, still have to learn how to control that and re respect that um, and just, you know, let the kids be the difference in the game, not arguing and fussing about it. Yes. Well, um, in Second Corinthians 10 and verse, uh, verses 5 and 6, one of the things that <clears throat> the Apostle Paul, I guess it's in verse 5, the Apostle Paul kind of points out to us, and we'll wrap up here, um, he says, he says this, that we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. Now, he's not talking about sporting events. He's talking about arguments made against God. But I do love what he says next. He says, he says we take every thought captive to obey Christ. So one of the things that might help us as we're, as we're charged up on a Friday night or a basketball game during the week or a soccer game or whatever, one of the things that could be helpful for us is to 
okay, like think about it before we go into the stadium. Like let God just help me to say things that are only, uh, you know, useful for, for edifying and building up. Now, you can disagree with a call, and you can even have fun with disagreeing with the call. I mean, you know, you and I have made comments to one another on a right. Friday night that Stevie Wonder could have made that call, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, so we, we have fun with it, and, and we do get frustrated with it, but it, it doesn't mean that we have to lash out at other people. And so if we take every thought, make it submissive to Christ, and so by pausing for just a minute, cooling down for just a minute, and go, okay, me saying this, is this me trying to gain an audience, or is this me really trying to help the situation? Right. And I think those are, those are two, again, two different approaches. And hopefully, hopefully um, like Irwin County people are some of the best people on the planet, and I just hope that our reputation is that towards other communities, that other communities enjoy coming to Irwin County because the fans are so polite, knowledgeable, but polite and, and passionate. Well, that, and that's exactly what I was sitting here thinking is be passionate about the kids mm-hmm. and what the kids are doing. Mm-hmm. Be passionate about winning. Mm-hmm. You know, you want you want your kids and you, you want your hometown or whoever you pull for to be successful. But it has its limitations on it mm-hmm. as you personally act. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, you, you made the comment – uh, in church, what if Jesus was your boss Sunday? Yes. What if Jesus was your friend that was at the game with you? Yeah. How would you, you know? Yeah. How would you act then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, plug your ears for just a second. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, the way I think most of us. But yes, yeah. I get. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. And uh, the reality is, is um, like I know, I know we just get ramped up, and but we can be. Let's just choose to be better. Yeah. You know, let's just choose to be better. And anyway, Agreed. well, Bill, uh, thanks for, uh, again, joining on the podcast. You bet. And we're so thankful again for Miss Abby Griffin, her coming and sharing about one act, about literary and about the Irwin County wrestling team. We're looking forward to great things as the school year is on the back half. We're past day 100 or today was day 100. And so we're on the downhill side, 80 yeah. school days, I think. Is yeah. that right? Left. So uh, looking forward to finishing strong and looking forward to some of these spring sports that are getting ready to get started up. And to all you Irwin County people, we are so thankful to live in such an amazing community and have such a passionate fan base. And we'll look forward to having you tune in next week on another episode of Inside the Tribe podcast.